so I'm sitting here for this episode of the podcast with a very special guest. And can you introduce yourself and tell us your name and where you're from? Karolina Komarova from Russia. And where are you from in Russia, Karolina? From Novosibirsk. And you're in New York City right now. Why? Because we're visiting Liz, Adam, Iris. And Sasha. Yes. And Gomez and Moscow. <laughs> and... What thoughts do you have about music? I have with my mom a favorite song, and I made up a story about that song that a swan is swimming in, in the hard part. Just a storm comes, and when it ends, it's ready. The swan is falling asleep. And what's the difference between telling that story as a story and telling that story as a song? Just in the song, it sounds more beautiful than in the story. So how old are you now? I'm 10. You're 10? Yes. And last time you came to New York was when you were 9 or 8? No, I eight? was 8 and a half. You were 8 and a half. And that's when you sang the little song that you were making up that yes. I used the words I made it up in the car <laughs> <laughs> you made it up in the car and then so we were having dinner when you were sort of singing it had you made it up already in the car and then yes. you were singing it at dinner what what was the meaning of the song do you think just my just Alina had cats, <laughs> three cats, and she told me that she really loves them even more than I love them, even more than everybody loves them. So I made that song up, but so <laughs> I came to Liz and I sing about the dog because she had. Because she has dogs, exactly. The aforementioned Roscoe and Gomez. Yes. And what what did you think when you heard the music that I wrote? The melody and everything. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a very high compliment. Um, uh, have you written any songs on this trip? Only little songs. Like what? Like what? Yeah. Mm. Ah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Hello, 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 everybody. Like that something. <laughs> hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Yeah. Yes. And is it easier for you to write songs in English or Russian, do you think? Yeah? Because you're more comfortable with the language or because it's easier to sing in English? It's easier to sing in English. Yeah, I've heard people say that before and I don't know if that's true or not. Is Russian hard to sing it? Uh-huh. Why? Why is it hard? Because you have to do... In America, you 
you don't have to do it so it sounds like it's like cat bed like like that. In Russia you have to do that or it's not a song. You mean you have to be more official in Russian? And you can be more casual in English? Yeah, because I've seen when I've been on tour in in France and in Germany, there are often a lot of French and German bands that sing in English, and I'm not sure why that is. It's sometimes they say it's because the language is is easier to sing in, or sometimes it's because they feel like there's more potential for pop success if you're singing in English. But I always sort of half suspect that. Simple poetry can sound much better in another language, in a language that you're less familiar with, because if it's sort of silly, you might not realize that it's kind of dumb. You might think it actually sounds kind of nice. And so these French bands that write terrible lyrics in English, maybe they think that the lyrics are just like kind of good and that it, you know, that's like, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, people make up all sorts of weird stuff, so I don't know. But that's cool. Uh, I was hoping that maybe you could play like a little bit of music on the piano. Because we've maybe got a I piano. Maybe I could here. play the melody. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. I know what you need 
Escape from Society podcast back here at Zibuchery after a little excursion with our mobile podcasting unit last night to capture that piano playing and interview with Carla. And Carla is a friend of the family that I used to nanny for. When I was uh, fresh in New York, I got a job as a nanny, which was terrific. I did it for about five years and met a lot of great people through that and also just learned things about the world and also had some a little little bit of a financial spine uh, more so than I do sometimes as a freelance musician, believe it or not. Anyhow, I still see the family from time to time and a couple of years ago I was having dinner with them and their friends from Russia were visiting, Yvonne, Sarah, and Carla. So as you heard, Carla was eight and a half at the time and was sort of singing this little song at the dinner table about more than your dog, whatever. And the song poem project was already sort of in my mind. So I scribbled down the lyrics that she said and uh, wrote a melody to them later. And it turned into the song, which I'm quite happy with. It's sort of my most NRBQ-esque song perhaps uh, on the record which i think of as a sort of nrbq-esque type of record if you're not familiar with this band i highly recommend that you check them out this they're a band that i've listened to for a long time and one of my favorite tour anecdotes from the starring tour van log is um i was playing some nrbq in the car one time when i was driving and it just baffled my bandmates that <laughs> that I would be listening to such music, which they identified as weekend dad mall rock. And we had a good time teasing NRBQ. On the next the next time we hit the road, I had devised a little game for us to play, which was I made a playlist of five songs that could be ignorantly categorized in the weekend mall dad rock genre, but are nonetheless on my iPod because it's all music I like. So I made this little five-song playlist, which included one NRBQ song. And the challenge was for everyone to listen to the songs, identify which song was the NRBQ song, and also identify which of the five was their favorite song. 
lest horror of horrors, they uh, choose the NRBQ, the hidden NRBQ song as their favorite one. And what was great is is that we had lost or broken our tape adapter for the car. So I was actually handing my iPod around the car with headphones, watching each successive member of the band absolutely crack up over all five of the songs on this playlist. And uh, far from being embarrassing, I, of being embarrassed, I was proud to bring such joy to my bandmates in the form of this music that they felt content to continue mocking. And uh, they all got it wrong. Nobody successfully chose the NRBQ song as the NRBQ song. And Matt even said that his favorite song out of the five was the one that was an NRBQ song. So uh, very proud of that, very happy with that memory. And NRBQ is not existing these days with the same lineup that it had through many of its classic years. But Terry Adams continues at the helm, and Tom Ardolino, the drummer for most of the band's history, recently died, and he happens to be Actually, I don't know if it's a coincidence or if, or if there really is sort of a musical reason for this, but he happens to be a great song poem archivist, and I think the first compilation on CD of song poems that appeared was made and produced by Tom Ardolino, who collected 45s and uh, whatever, you know, wherever he found these song poems, I don't know, but he collected them and and put them out. So sort of everything here is thanks to Tom. He got the dedication in the liner notes for the Escape from Society record. And NRBQ, great. I feel like this More Than Your Dog song is sort of the NRBQ fun song from the record. But to continue, I actually am going to play another classic song poem which I've done in a couple episodes so far and it's one called Woman's Liberation that's right, Woman's Liberation and I'm choosing to play this song because of a current event current political event going on in Russia where our special guest for this podcast hails from she actually hails from Siberia from Novosibirsk, which is pretty hardcore. Uh, but there's a feminist punk band called Pussy Riot in Russia. Uh, it's a trio of women, and they performed in a cathedral in Moscow, a very profanity-laden sort of we-got-to-get-rid-of-Putin type of song. And I don't know the exact circumstances if they were crashing a church service or if they had booked this gig and the church didn't realize what they were going to do when they saw that the name of the band was Pussy Riot. Anyways, it raises all these issues about freedom of speech in Russia and the women have been in prison since March. It is currently August and it's kind of the church colluding with the Putin regime to suppress freedom of speech. And I don't know if this has much to do with women's rights specifically, but there happens to be a great old song poem about 
confusion over women's rights, this song, Woman's Liberation. So I'll talk to you more when it's over, but but enjoy this little gem. It's sung. It's actually sung by a woman, Kay Weaver. And I think when you sent in your poetry to these song poem houses, you could select if you wanted it sung by a man or a woman. And so perhaps the person who wrote these lyrics wanted a woman to sing them. I don't know, but it's it's one of my favorites. Here's Woman's Liberation. you want to see me smile just put a camera on me while that song is playing i like it for so many reasons it's as fun for me to picture the musicians sight reading these songs as it is for me to picture the people sitting at home writing the lyrics and then listening to the song once it's finished and i w- 
when I was writing my songs, I didn't spend a whole lot of time thinking about who the people were. And I doubt that the composers of these other song poems gave it that much thought. But when you get something like this, you really want to know, don't you? You really want to know who that person is who put pen to paper and then took the step of saying, oh yeah, I want this to be a song and I'm going to pay $75 or whatever it was in those days to have it written and recorded. And, and I wonder if they liked it. I wonder if they liked the result. That is the mystery of song poems. And on the theme of music bringing happiness and other emotions into our lives. I'll close with another little excerpt from my conversation with Carla, and I'll see you all next time. So is that your favorite thing to play on the piano right now? Yes. And why is it your favorite? What makes it beautiful? The notes, the rhythm, the emotion behind it? The emotion. Yeah? And do you have a name for the emotion, or is it mysterious? Yeah, music, I, I find music to be like that, where it can have an emotion that you feel, but can't put a name on it always. Going to find it in your yeah, mind. so you play the piano in your place. I'm not gonna ask, I'm gonna try to get hands. I know what you want, I know what you need, but I don't know.